Hey, Brine Lions! I'm Tim. And I'm Emily. And this is On the Hill with Tim and Emily. Hey, Brian Lyons. We are excited to share something a little bit different than our normal programming today. The interview you're about to hear is actually from back in January, and it's part of our Brian Global Lecture Series. So the lectures in this series are all organized by the Brian Center for International Development, and they really focus on addressing topics of current events happening around the world, and all of these are delivered by international experts with some real on-the-job experience. Um, the idea for these lectures is that they will reach students across a variety of academic programs through in-classroom and campus Wide presentations. So this is actually something that we are blessed to have happen every academic year. So we're excited to share a little sneak peek about something that happens on campus um, that you may not know about if you're not a student or you're not around regularly. So we are thrilled to be able to offer this uh, sneak peek into the Brian Global Lecture Series. So I hope you stick around and check out our conversation. In today's episode, we will be chatting with Dr. Vasla Zazika. Dr. Zazika is visiting Brian from the Czech Republic and has been guest lecturing on campus in several classes. He is a faculty at Palaska University and founder of the Olomouc Training Center, the largest business training center in post-communist Central Europe. Welcome, Dr. Zazika. Thank you. It wasn't the largest, but it was very important. <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah, thank you. Thank you for introducing me. I, I'm sorry about the surname. It's difficult. It's Rericha because it has three speech sounds, R and H and two R, ah. that do not exist in uh, English. You know, R yeah. and yeah. H, and that's the problem. And I've got three. And I'm sorry about that. Oh, yeah. uh, no, no problem. I'm sorry <laughs> for butchering it. So thank you for being so gracious and kind. <laughs> I had no problem letting Tim take that one 100%. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for being here. Hey, could you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from and uh, some of your story? I am from uh, previous. It was Czechoslovakia. Then it was, and now it is the Czech Republic because it split from Slovakia, and uh, actually I am here because I wrote a Czech phrase book that is still available, available on Amazon. I wrote about six in the 90s when Czech was very popular because of the Velvet Revolution, and, uh, and it was published in America in, in the Prentice Press. And so when I, when, uh, you know, when we met with uh, Mr. Miller, Dennis Miller, in 1990, we met through the my almost training center, importing basically Czech businessmen to America, mm -hmm. and we there were several, maybe several hundreds by now, uh, for management training in the USA. So this is how I came to America first, and then later on I taught at the University of North Florida because I was a published author in America. And then we met again uh, with Dennis, and Dennis was so kind to invite me to give talks at, at, at Bryan College here, because I started in Chattanooga, didn't I? I went to my first lecture, or talk, whatever you call it, was at the Covenant College. 
you know, and that okay. that's uh, how basically I, I, I came and to, to, to Chattanooga. It was my first trip to America was to Chattanooga and I loved it. You know. And then that's where you got connected with Dennis Miller. Yes, because and he was running the the whole thing, the whole exchange, that was the whole program oh, of importing. Yeah, yeah, on okay. the US side of things. And I was running it on the Czech side, or Moravian Excellent. rather, because Olomouc is in Moravia, which is quite funny because uh, my daughter lives in Winston-Salem, mm. and there is the Mor strong Moravian church in Winston-Salem. Huh. And there was this, this lady, and she asked me, where are you from? And I said, I'm from Moravia. And she didn't believe me because for <laughs> Moravian church, it's like, when you say Moravia, it's like paradise. She didn't know it was a place. Yeah, so, oh, that's uh, interesting. So we have got these interesting, so, so many connections with America. Yeah. Could you share a little bit about uh, growing up, what it is now the Czech Republic, was it in Czechoslovakia? And, and so would you share a little bit about? Yeah, I think the worst thing was the isolation because we, we were not basically, we couldn't study English until the, the age of 15, you know, and then it was, wasn't was like very popular, you can imagine, but we had to study Russian from the age of fifth grade, I don't know, I was 12 or 11. So it was, people think that it was terrible. For some people it was terrible, the people who opposed the regime ended up in prison, you know, like Václav Havel and people. But I think it was boring. <laughs> that was the, you know, because for young generation, there was so much happening in the world around us and we were not a part of it. So unless in 68, 69, yes, because it was the Prague Spring, so we mm -hmm. were able to travel a bit. But otherwise, you know, I mean, it was like, uh, everything was deteriorating, plaster was falling from the buildings, mm -hmm. You know, music was getting silly. Newspapers were, were boring, you know, there was nothing to read. Uh, consumer goods were, mm. you know, were not very attractive. So you see what I mean? I think that that it was, it was like the deterioration was bad. Mm. And, and for young people, it was boring, so they turned to very often to alcohol mm. because beer is cheap. And you, if you want to run the country, you make the beer cheap, and <laughs> I mean things will start running themselves. You see. So, I, I am afraid that that uh, I was teaching at the university, so that was good because I had a cellar full. I had thirty-seven thousand English books to read yeah. at the department. So, I was lucky yeah. in the yeah. sense that I could we could lock the door and read and and basically and teach English. Nobody was really interested in us. Because there were only, I don't know, several, three, four dozens mm -hmm. students in the whole country learning English. Mm. Wow. So because you know, I mean, they, there wasn't big. It wasn't big business. Yeah. Right. And suddenly, 1999, everybody was interested in English. So we were so popular. Suddenly, <laughs> hundreds of students, you know. <laughs> Teaching a Czech has become popular, so that's why I publish all the Czech phrase books because yeah. suddenly we were in demand, and I was publishing like crazy because I knew it would be over. <laughs> Somebody would be <laughs> got to get them out quick. Yeah. Idea. So that was that was like it for us. I am lucky. I I was I could you know 
experience the change mm, yeah. because suddenly my education and everything became very important. Mm. Before that, there were nobodies, you know, in the English departments. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Um, so you started coming to Brian in 90... I think that is, I have been here, I think, fourth fourth time now every second year so eight years ago eight years I started ago. coming here and um, Dennis Miller he he I am just one small part of all his projects you know because yeah. he involves <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of people I don't know it's the central Europe I mean I, I don't know so you know this is important because we need friends mm -hmm. in America we, we are so little known you know such a, you know yeah. well, Czech Republic. I mean, most people wouldn't know that the difference between Slo Slovakia and Slovenia, uh, or, or you know, so everybody knows Prague, but nobody's Moravia. It's kind of vague. Uh, so we need people uh, who will know about us in America, and right. that's, I think, my uh, the message or whatever. This is why I'm here because I want us to have as many friends. As possible, about, mm -hmm. you know, and then if if they invite me, and then I am happy because I can show that we are not kind of some neglected tribe in the middle of right. of, of Europe. Yeah. <laughs> what has been your um, What are your thoughts about Bryan College in general? Yeah, it's it's when you come here, it's such a beautiful place, mm. yeah, and it's so beautiful that I'm, we are now discussing with your president. Dr. Mann mm -hmm. uh, brought an operation bringing Czech students to Bryan, oh, and uh, we are already bringing American students from Bryan to uh, to Moravia to when we prepare the program for them. So we are trying to build up firm cooperation because you know how it is in America. Everything lasts seven, eight years. You know, there's this wave of uh, of uh, excitement, you know, and mm -hmm. drops off, and there's something else. America is always changing. So we now have got a, a lot of goodwill here. So we want to make use of it yeah. before you will be interested in somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. That yeah. is great. That's incredible. So yes, I like it and I like the atmosphere. And I like the students are very pleasant and polite. Everybody mm. nods. I like the cafeteria. Uh, <laughs> the good. ice cream there. The ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Yeah. I like the ice cream yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only maybe disadvantage is that it's far from from Chattanooga, which is a very interesting city, you mm -hmm. know, and so they have to commute. But yeah, I I I I would be happy to have as many Czech students here participating in your in your courses as as possible because you know I like the values as well. This is something mm. which you won't find that much in the Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. mm. Good. And I know that you were doing several guest lectures, and we got a chance to listen in on one mm -hmm. of those this morning. Um, so we're super grateful to you and for uh, Michael Palmer, who let us sit in on his class. Um, but how do you feel like the student response has been during those lectures? Yeah, that that that's very difficult because you know uh, I am not very sure about American students. Once I gave a lecture and I, 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 I said two fantastic jokes and nobody laughed. <laughs> so during the break, I grabbed the student who wore glasses, 
obviously very intelligent, you know, and said, look, I, what about these jokes? I said two jokes, you know, but he laughed. And he said, yes, sir, I, I, I really had to do, you know, a lot to prevent myself from laughing. And I said, why didn't you laugh? And he said, I wasn't sure you knew you were making a joke, so I didn't oh. want to be impolite. And oh. I realized, you know, how polite the students are, you know, the deep depth of the politeness. So I am always slightly apprehensive <laughs> and I'm looking at the faces and then I can see that, you know, the response, the, the, the emotion, mm -hmm. involvement, and then I am fine because it gives me energy and it gives me impulse, inspiration, as, as Michael mm -hmm. Palmer says, inspiration so I can, I get better. I'm like a child. You know, applaud me, laugh, start laughing, and I get <laughs> That's good to hear. I'm glad that you've had a good response so far. Uh, do you mind sharing just a little bit? I mean, you had so much information that we didn't even get to get to everybody, everything in the uh, slideshow this morning. But do you mind sharing a little bit about kind of what your lectures were kind of focusing about, different aspects of that? I know we talked a lot about propaganda and kind of these mimicking things that were um, just like mimicking Western culture kind of as supplements. I will, I will, I will disappoint you now <laughs> because I have got only one lecture I came with. <laughs> and then, and then, then, then I ask, you know, uh, like uh, Kevin Cousin, I ask Mike and, and they tell me what the, uh, and I try to adapt yeah. Adapt to the topic of the course, you know. Yeah. So I'm trying to stress certain things. This is such a broad lecture that you can always pick up something. Yeah. And I can adapt it to. So this is, and uh, this is I can't do it in any other way because I am trying to find out. You know, I give like maybe seven, eight, ten, sometimes ten, what works. So yes. after two lectures, I realize, or talks, whatever, it's not a lecture. Mm -hmm. I realize what is working, and then I, you know, stress it, you know, and I, I, I for example, I said a few jokes, and I know that nobody laughed in two cases, so I'll just <laughs> drop them, you know. But I can, so you see what I mean? So I'm learning, yeah. for me, it's a learning experience. And uh, the, the best lecture will be the one I will give to somebody at the airport because <laughs> <laughs> I will have learned by then. You'll be all uh, set what, at that what's, point. What's, 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 uh, it's difficult. American students are different because they are more responsive, nicer than Czech students in, this, in the way they are more polite. You see what I mean? But the politeness is great, but you don't know, uh, you know, what is the... Uh, uh, what is the uh, degree of politeness? Because sometimes in America, after every lecture, Dennis comes to me, Mr. Miller, and says, Vaslav, that was great. You know, but I, I, I sometimes I know it is not very great, but he always <laughs> says, it's great. So I am slightly apprehensive, you know, at, you know, feeling so good about my lectures here. Great. How did you get into teaching? All right. It's a long, I, I wanted to be a journalist. Mm. So uh, we had the compulsory military service after the compulsory one year, you know, and I didn't want to stay in the army, uh, so, you know, as a journalist because mm -hmm. uh, uh, it was boring. And uh, 
So I, I was looking for a job and I found a job at a small uh, county newspapers because I was married and my wife had a job in the county mm -hmm. district, whatever. So I, so I went there and they said, well, we need a journalist. But my uh, editor-in-chief, that was small, small journal, you know, only five of us you know, working there, small newspapers published twice a week. And he, st he had stolen some money mm. and he tried to blame me for it. He was an alcoholic. Mm. So he stole and and he tried to blame me. So the police came and uh, I was 24. I had a small daughter, and uh, they said, "Okay, we you have to leave this job, otherwise you'll be taken to court, or whatever." You know, I, but I wasn't able to steal any money because I didn't have the right to si of signature. You see what I mean? Yeah. To withdraw the money from the bank, but he had it. But he somehow blamed blamed me. Mm. So I went home, I was in tears, you know, I was 24, no job, you know, yeah. small daughter. And that day I got a, a telephone call from my university because I had studied English philosophy and psychology. Mm -hmm. And the professor said, do you want to join the department? Mm. Wow. And I said, I will walk there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah, and uh, so I just, uh, it was... Uh, just, you know, I was so lucky that day when I was fired, I got the offer from the university because I was, I don't want, I was one of the better graduates and they were looking for somebody to, to you know, That's... so they, and I, 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 they asked me to teach grammar. I didn't want to teach grammar very much, but now I am lucky that I teach grammar because once you have learned the grammar, you can teach it. But mm. when you teach literature, you have always to read new stuff. Mm. That's yeah, fair. So, so, so I am, a, I, I'm, I'm a grammarian. So that's where you started teaching, and that's still what you teach today? After... Yes, I started 75. Okay, started great. And 75. you've been teaching for how many years? You told me earlier. 47. 47 years of grammar. So he should be an expert at this point. Wow. No, 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 that's no. Awesome. I just, if you wake me at night, you know, I'll just give the lecture and fall asleep <laughs> because I know it by heart. Of now. course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that's fascinating. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um. Do you have any other questions? I don't have any questions. Is there anything else that you kind of want to share in this space? Yeah, I just, I just, I'm, I'm impressed by the interest of the students. You know, I get really, I said it was a learning experience for me because I learned something about America from their questions. Hmm. That, that's, that's, uh, that's good. It's very important because uh, I think I learn more from them or from you than they learn from me. Yeah, and I imagine that the the perspective and the worldview of someone some of one of our American students is fairly different from you know students who grew up outside of the U.S. So I'm sure um, the types of things that U.S. students would ask would just be almost a world of difference. Once uh, when I started teaching. I went to the, my, uh, disappointed after the first lesson, I went to my supervisor, basically a member of the department, mm -hmm. and I said, look, I had 25 people, and only 13 of them were listening to me. <laughs> and he says, you are such a good teacher, thank <laughs> you, come on, man. You know, and I, I noticed that here, maybe two thirds are listening to me, so I hope I haven't disappointed them. Yeah. Mm. 
one of the things that you mentioned in your lecture was the relationship that the Czech Republic now has with America. Right. Right. And, and it seems like it's a, a friendly. Yes. People who haven't been to America know everything about America. <laughs> Czechs, you know, they will tell you everything. What, what they, but people who have been to America, of course, have got different. So we need more people to come over because uh, there is so much, so many things to admire, mm. which you can't see because they've got the image of America from the stupid TV series. Mm. And the, I mean, sometimes it's awful rubbish because, uh, you know, sometimes we buy the cheap TV series. You've got some brilliant stuff, yeah. but sometimes the TV is awful, you know, it's, you know, shallow. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, of people will form their opinion about America, you know, from, from TV, series mm -hmm. or from movies some of these some movies are brilliant you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, you've got a lot of of these just movies just to make a movie or just to, to, sure. you know the, the cliche mm -hmm. always when you in most american movies about aim is aiming at a vulgar and at another person you know, you know right. you've got the cliche that works you know? right yeah so and this is this is pity because you know i mean uh, this is this to, 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 this is not america America mm -hmm. is the middle class and hard work, mm -hmm. as I see it, you know, and uh, so people don't realize that in China. And the people envy America, all the big cars and the beaches and everything, you know, so it's, uh, most chicks have got completely false picture of, mm. of this country, which is pity because the values of the country, yeah, are elsewhere. Mm. Mm. That's big. That's great. So it sounds like if uh, anybody here or listening to this wants to travel, the Czech Republic would be a great place to come please, and visit. Please contact uh, Mr. Dennis Miller. <laughs> he can set us up. Okay, we can do that. No, that's a great opportunity for our students to potentially, whether whether it be through Czech students that maybe partner and come yep. here mm -hmm. or vice versa, we mm -hmm. send students to the Czech Republic. Absolutely. That's a great opportunity for them to experience another culture that has a different worldview that's coming from a completely different background from anything that they've probably grown up, especially this generation, grown up with in the U.S. So it'll just be very eye-opening, I think, to experience something different. I know I did study abroad in Italy, and even that was, and I was only there for three months, so mm -hmm. it really doesn't mm -hmm. matter how long you're there. Life changing, you can life changing. Be, yes, it's mm -hmm. so influencing. Um, so I would encourage anyone out there, you have a a child or um, a grandchild that might be interested in this opportunity there at Brian, please let us know. Reach out to either one of us. We can get you in touch Definitely. with Dennis Miller about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. We are grateful and very much appreciative. Um, it's been great. I really did enjoy the lecture. I told Emily, I said, when I was in college, I would not have appreciated this as much as I appreciate it now that I'm yeah. <laughs> older. And uh, so uh, that's been great. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. So far, you are definitely the guest that has traveled the farthest to be on our show. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for that. No, but seriously, um, it was a great conversation. And I, we okay. appreciate your stories. Thank you. And good luck with the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Hey, we have a few announcements for you. Tomorrow, April 7th, is the Brian Opportunity Dinner at the Chattanooga Civic Center. Doors open at 6 p.m. 
Then on Friday, April 8th, is Fairy Tales and Fantastical Music, presented by the Piano Ensemble and Creative Writing Program in Rudd Auditorium at 7.30 p.m. On Sunday, April 10th, the Chamber Singers will perform at New City Fellowship in Chattanooga at 8.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. On April 12th is Bryan College's annual service day. This is an opportunity for students and employees to serve our community. And then on Good Friday is April 15th. There are no classes and offices are closed. He is risen. We hope you have a fantastic Easter with family and friends. Blessings. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in every other Wednesday for new episodes. And make sure you subscribe and share. Available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.